independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I think this woman sums up how a lot of people feel. I think this is just everybody right now. It's breaking the bank. It literally is. It's, it's affected my business um, because people don't want to remodel their homes because the prices are too high. Everything is too high. With the inflation of everything in general at the moment, I feel like there's nobody who isn't struggling. I want to cry inside every time. I mean, man, woman, or woman, whatever. Like, that's everybody. I want to cry every time. You fill up the gas tank, I want to cry every time. You, you pay for something, I want to cry every time. It is crazy weird right now. It is. And I don't know, you know, everybody says, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Look, man, it was a year ago. A year ago yesterday. Biden's like, oh, no sane economist would ever say that we're going to be heading towards a recession. And then inflation is going to be here. Well, uh, how about the insane economist? What, what are they saying? <laughs> I like to speak to one of those guys or gals or non-binary this Wednesday. We'll get woke a little bit later. We're there. We're there. You know, and it's it, right now, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, I am uh, currently finding myself residing in a hotel. And the reason being where I live got hit by a microburst. And uh, we are staying at a hotel. When will I be back? Well, we were supposed to be back yesterday. This is one of my Congress people who is in the Valley of the Dirt people. It's projected for the rest of the day. Hopefully they'll have the power on tomorrow, but that's hopefully. APS was a little hesitant to release an exact date, but that's the goal. So I'm currently uh, finding myself uh, residing in a hotel. We're going to be there at least through tonight. But, man, things are high. Went out to dinner the other night, took the kids out to dinner, and I wanted to cry. First of all, the dinner, eh, it was it was somewhat pricey. It was somewhat pricey. Luckily, my uh, wonderful mother-in-law, the degenerate gambler, had a bunch of points. It still cost us a couple hundred bucks. You know, we got like eight people with us, for God's sakes, the kids and everything. And I was saying to myself, and I was talking to my on-air partner about this yesterday, it's things are getting more expensive, and they're shrinking, right? So the shrinkflation and the whole nine yards. And you're looking at something, you're like, okay, for 15 bucks, 20 bucks, that's good. For 30 bucks, no. Like, that's 15 bucks. That's 10 bucks. That's not 30 bucks good. That's not 60 bucks good. That's not, and that's the way I think a lot of people are feeling. It's like they're, they're watching things shrink, they're paying more for it, they're feeling like there's a gut punch, and then looking at this White House going, what are you guys doing again? Talking about climate change, which if here's the thing with climate change, the people that scream about it the most are the people that can afford it the most. That's what people are finding out more and more on a daily basis. We touched on it a little bit on Monday that there is so Many people talk climate change, climate change, climate change, and they go out there and they talk about it. And then what ends up happening? Well, well, hold on a second. Uh, the polls say, eh, yeah, you know, uh, no, no, we don't, we don't think so. The cost to us as individuals is too much, right? The cost to us as individuals is too much. There's so much of that out there. And this is what I wonder about politicians. How much do you miss the mark? 
How much are you not paying attention? Are you so lost in your your ideology? Are you so lost in the world of 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 whether it's uh, progressivism or or uber insanity of of you know MAGA land or whatever it is? How much of that are you just tone deaf on? Most Americans, fifty three percent state that stricter environmental laws are worth the cost. 45% said regulations would cost too many jobs and hurt the economy. Now, as you start to move forward and things get more expensive, this was from a few years ago, right? Three years ago. Now, when you start to see the effects of that, case in point, California, right? Here's a beautiful, here's a beautiful idea of regulation. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Here's some other things. Here's some stuff that we shoot ourselves in the foot with. So if it's not regulation with the environment... California's already regulated truckers. They've got to have special things on the trucks to get in and out of California if you're going to operate there. Now you've got 20,000 truckers. 40% of the goods come through the port of Los Angeles alone who can't operate right now because of, uh, was it AB5, which is that, that bill that they put in place basically saying, uh, no, you work for somebody. You're not an independent contractor. You have all these truckers pissed off and angry because now they're saying, hey, they say we can't drive here because we're independent contractors. So the people we're contracting with, you guys need to make us employees. And they're like, the hoops are too big and it's going to cost too much. And so people are angry. This is what I'm talking about. Nobody pays attention to what the average person's looking for. Nobody's paying attention to what the average person is talking about. Nobody pays attention to how expensive it is. I told my kids the other night. I said, you know what? Uh, my son goes, Chad, Dad, are you going to work? I said, yeah. You know, because he wants to spend time with me, obviously. And I'm going to take a few days off, uh, you know, probably while he's here on top of the weekends. And it's kind of discombobulated now because we're at the hotel. But I said, I get up early and I work late so we can have fun. I said, we're blessed. I said, there's a lot of people where we live who were stuck in a position where they're going to cooling stations. They're stuck in a position where they can't do the things that they need to do because they just don't have the money for it. Not anymore. They're not staying at hotels. And if they did, it was one night. So, so we're blessed. But I tell you what, I talk to politicians on a daily basis, and sometimes it is like, do you even understand what people are going through? Do you have any idea? I mean, you talk a game, you pull somebody out and go, oh, here's a single mom that's struggling. But are you really listening? Do you really understand it? I don't think, I don't think people do. I don't. So whether it's the, the good and kindness of, of we're trying to do great for the environment or we're just trying to look out for the little person, that's why we're going to make all these businesses make you an employee and the businesses say, fine, we're not going to do business there. And they say, well, you know what? We, we were working hard for you. And you're like, well, no, wait, now what you've done is you've hurt me and you've taken money out of my pocket and you want me to thank you for that as if you're looking out for me. Like I can't make my own decisions. The frustration level. Biden, clueless. Uh, it's it's just going to be transitory, transitory, right? It's Putin's price hike. What are they talking about at the end of the day? They're still talking about damn climate change. That's it. Nobody's paying attention anymore. Nobody is. Not at this moment in time. When you've got food that needs to be put on the table, when you've got stuff that needs to happen, you've got bills due, rent needs to be paid, mortgage needs to be paid, your car, you're hiding your car because they're looking for you. You're not worried about whether or not it's one degree hotter. 
Why did the White House decide that tomorrow is not the day to declare a climate emergency? I mean, what I can say is the president's going to do everything that he can uh, to take action. Again, climate, climate crisis, uh, taking climate uh, action is critical. It's important. It threatens our national security, threatens uh, the economy. And what the president wants to continue to do is make sure that we're lowering uh, energy costs for the American family. So you want to make it more expensive to operate and somehow magically you're going to lower cost. Do you think the average person right now, you out there, how many of you are like, man, you know what I really like to do is take a quart of oil and pour it into a pond? No. We understand the need for regulation. We understand the need for these things. But here's at the end of the day, it's the want to do good and what sounds good when an actual practice ends up screwing everybody. Because so many people are certain of their agenda that matters more and because they're looking at stuff that is what it's not tested the difference between politics and sciences sciences you're you're putting the formula together you're rolling it out you're testing it before you you know with your hypothesis and all and before you come up with the conclusion and then you want other people to test against it to make sure that you're right put my stuff up against yours you know the difference here politics isn't that way it looks good on paper it sounds good But at the end of the day, does it help? Does it work? We don't know. We could throw more money at it. But what we really want to do is declare a climate emergency. Okay, fine. How about you declare an emergency on inflation? How about you declare an emergency on the fact that we're probably contracting it in a recession? I don't want to be in a recession. Do you? I don't think so. How about declare an emergency there? This should be your number one priority. Telling people to go get cars that are green, right? States telling, hey, you know what, guys, we're looking out for you. So we're going to make sure that you guys don't, you're not independent contractors anymore. So we're looking out for you. And they're like, oh, great. Well, they just took my job away. But fantastic. Thanks for looking out for me. I was, uh, when I, I here's a quick side note. Here's a perfect example of people who want to do good because they think it feels good and they think it's right, but they never really test it and they don't live in a world of reality. So my buddy had a 30th birthday party. It was a long time ago. It was probably 20 years ago. And uh, he had midget wrestling. I don't know if you can use that word anymore, wrestling, but we did. Uh, so, and it was great. It was, 30, it was, it was freaking hilarious. So uh, on top of that, though, he had uh, the little folk uh, that were there. It's a whole thing they do. And they were wearing sombreros. And they had chips around them and salsa. They're walking around. And you take the stuff. And I was talking to one of the guys, little Phil, and we were chatting. I said, uh, you know, how do you feel about this? Man, it's, it's work, dude. It's work. Because I could pay well for this. He goes, I had a great gig, man. I used to do dwarf tossing. And uh, I kind of ran the thing, you know, like his thing. And he goes, I was making 400 bucks to $1,000 a night. I was doing it a couple nights a week. And... These uh, normies, we'll call them regular people, came in and basically shut it down for him and then wanted him to thank them for taking food out of his mouth. Again, the want to do good that sounds good, but in reality, does it do any? 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. My pillow has... Uh, I got a lot of stuff. How about some sheets? Ooh. What are we talking about here? 
Uh, these things are called per cow sheets. They're amazing, breathable, absolutely incredible. Normally, they're like 90 bucks. Right now, for you, $40. $40. Bucks. I don't lie. It's coming right to you. Six-day money-back guarantee, one-year limited warranty. Tons of uh, variety styles, colors, sizes, the whole nine things. You're going to get uh, queen and king set of two pillowcases, plus imported 250 thread count. And like I say, normally 90 bucks. Right now, for you, $39.98. Breathable, cool, crisp, durable, built to last. You can save big on this and tons of other amazing products by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson and taking advantage of all of these, including the uh, Percal bed sheets for just $39.98 right now. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Or call 800-983-4975 or go to MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. What's happening with gas prices and electricity prices is not an accident. It's not inadvertent. This is what Joe Biden and the Democrats wanted. He promised in the campaign that he would end America's use of fossil fuels. Barack Obama's energy secretary once said that gas needed to cost here what it costs in Europe, which is about 8 to $10 a gallon. This is a highly ideological war against American energy. And look what has gotten us. The president has not just had to walk back his own past criticisms of Saudi Arabia, but try to get more oil from Iran and Venezuela. Yeah. Tom Cotton there. Uh, he's absolutely right. And if you don't think that, I mean, you can go back and look, and we pulled soundbite after soundbite for forever and a day. He's, you know, we're, you know, we're putting the coal people out of business. We're, 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 we're going to, you know, we're energy people. We're coming for you over and over again. And they continue to push this. Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price of gas, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. Those who can access it. Because let's be real. It ain't cheap. And here's the other thing. You know, for all the green stuff, we touched on it yesterday. The the, the coming uh, solar panel again in California is something people should look at. The L.A. Times did a super in-depth story about the fact that, look, these things aren't meant to last forever. 20 years, 25 at best for the good ones. Some of them are failing after just several years. They're going to end up in all of these dumps. Well, they should, but California doesn't really allow that. So you've got a place here in, in, in Arizona who they bring them out here so they can break them down and, and try to do stuff with it because they're not really biodegradable. There's all kinds of nastiness in there. Then you go and you look at all these car batteries whether it be Tesla or any of these, you know, other, you know, the Prius and all this stuff, those things, what do we do with those? Where are we going to put those? Those who can access. And let's just say you get your way and overnight, magically, we access stuff. We access. Oh, my God. And what? The power grid can't stay on half the places in the summer. It's because it's too hot. No, it's because we don't update anything. Because you can't. You can't. Just try it. My God. It's amazing. It truly, truly is. 
But it goes back to the entire, hey, it sounds fantastic. It sounds great. Yes, it does. It all does. But have you worked it out, right? Have you put the math together? Have you asked yourself, what's the repercussions of this? Where do we go from here? Let's just say everybody got uh, an electric car. What's that look like? Is the power grid ready for that? What happens when there's power outages? You start you start breaking things down and say, okay, what's it really look like? What's the real cost? But because it feels good, it feels good. It feels good, Chad. Chad, it feels good. Those of you who can access it. We'd all like a Tesla. They're cool cars. Most people I know that have a Tesla, they don't drive it because they're worried about the environment. They like it because it's cool. It goes fast. That's it. 323-538-2423. At Chad Menson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Woke Wednesday. Let's get a little woke. Got a lot of woke stuff. I did not know. Well, I kind of always figured Sesame Street was pretty racist. They proved me right. (laughs) What? Oh, yeah. Story is blowing up. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. No, I don't hate the environment. I love that. You're just a hater of the environment, Chad. You want the environment to burn. No, I don't, actually. We were talking about it earlier. You know, people like, hey, the more the gas goes up, the people who have access uh, are going to be able to get electric cars, and that's going to be great. (laughs) What about the 92% of people who, you know, probably aren't going to afford the electric car that you're hoping they get? She said, curiosity, how's that going to work out for you? Oh, my God. Oh, Chad, you hate the environment because you said, no, I just, I just, at some point, I'm pointing out studies, study after study. It's like, look, everybody wants to do nice by the environment. Who does it? Crap where we eat. Enough. We can do better. But the whole thought process of some of this stuff, it's a cult. It is. Hell Yeah. Let's do better by the environment, 100%. 100%. But also, let's do better by everybody. And when you go and you look, and the average person is like, look, uh, yeah, I'm worried about the climate. Uh, I'm willing to give a dollar a month. I think it's $14 was the average that people give for the year. Because everybody's hoping somebody else will do it for them. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, it's Wednesday. Not only do we get you over the hump, we also, well, we awaken you to things. Woke Wednesday. This support group is for people who are so woke that they're finding it impossible to have any fun at all. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way, too. It's all right. Let it out. 
Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you! Okay, so first off, we have the normal meow that we just use mostly to get each other's attention. Oh, It's time for Woke Wednesday. It is time for Woke Wednesday. We get woke all the time here because it is a good thing to do, to be awoken. Now, this right here is, if you are the Democrats, and we'll touch on this a little bit later, we'll get deeper into it a little bit later. The So the Hart Foundation, which is a, uh, they essentially go out and they do a lot of polling data specifically for Democrats. How do we get Democrats, you know, elected, all of this stuff? Well, they polled both the teachers' union as well as other people that weren't part of the teachers' union. They want to get a sense of education across the board, right? And they probably aren't thrilled over the fact that, you know, as many people are saying, without in 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 the poll itself, without mentioning DeSantis's name, there was a lot of that. Now, where did they poll? Well, they polled in seven states, battlegroundy states, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. 83% have children who regularly attend public school. Of that, 83%, 60% are students pre-K through fifth grades. Majority of polled were suburban women who considered themselves to be moderate on most issues related to government. And oh boy, were they not happy to find out this stuff. First and foremost, people, I'll throw this at you, uh, a vast majority of Americans, a vast majority of Americans want none of that stuff in school. They don't want gender in school. They don't want any of that stuff, especially in the younger grades. <sighs> yeah. And here's the other thing. A vast majority of teachers also don't want that. Are you serious? Yes. So they had 1,800 teachers. And lo and behold, what did they come up with? Teachers want to teach things that matter. They don't want to teach about feelings. They don't want to teach about a lot of this other stuff. Both the teachers and the people they talk to. And remember, this is a group that is specifically polling to help get Democrats elected. What were they saying? They're more likely to vote Republican. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. In this year's election for U.S. Senate, are you most likely to vote Republican, candidate, or Democrat? 37% Republican, 9% somewhat more likely. Oh, so you're up to 46%. Democrat was 42 with yes or somewhat likely. But you got to think about this. You're asking people that are mostly Democrats how they feel about stuff. Because they want to give a picture of, hey, education should be exactly that. The rest of the world is not playing these games. They're not. Do you think people in China, and let's look over there, because for all intents and purposes, that's the enemy. They want to dominate and rule the world. This is a country that is telling the programmers of all these entertainment things, 
this is what you can have here and this is what you can't. And effeminate men are not one of them. We will have none of this gender stuff. We'll have none of these things. Oh. Oh. Yeah. And you start breaking this thing down. And when it comes to, uh, like, gender, in especially, like, pre-K through sixth grade, it's like 65% want none of that stuff. They want the kids to learn what the kids are supposed to be learning about the education. They don't want the feelings. They want any of that stuff. It's they want them to learn. Teachers, almost the same, want to be teaching these things. It should come as a shock. It won't. Will they listen? They're trying to give an insight. You guys want to win this? Guess what? This is popular. It's not about being mean or hateful. It's about, hey, this, this is popular. This is two plus two, as Ron DeSantis says. It's four. It's not two plus two, it's what's your feelings? Oh, my Lord. That's where we are, kids. That's it. I'm telling you guys, you can't. You can't make some of this insanity up. Here's a teacher. This is my first year as a a non-binary teacher. It's hard. It's hard to think how to talk about it and how to make it pithy and catchy. And I'm so grateful to the three allies or accomplices who invited me into their class today to read. I just read they, she, he, me, free to be to a grade one class and one of the students came out as trans no way one of your students came out as trans why are we talking about this we had to read to them because nobody taught them to read so we had to read to them it was such beautiful proof that kids of any age are absolutely capable of accepting anything that they are taught with love because her class didn't bat an eyelid. Didn't bat an eyelid at me not being a man, woman, both or neither. Didn't bat an eyelid at her having been born a boy and was were able to make all kinds of beautiful personal connections. And I bet if you go break down the age bracket, younger teachers, this is what they've been taught. This is what they're all about. This certain generation, millennials in particular. Gen Z, by the way, Jax, far more libertarian and conservative, even though they're, they're, they're young, far more. They think a lot of this other stuff is crazy. This LGBT that, that has, has, has run amok. And by the way, it's, become, it's, it's, it's all about activism. So you're in a classroom. Now you've got a trans kid. Anything else going on in your, your, your classroom? It's been such a powerful day. I had another student come see me and make a plan to come out to his class because she hadn't felt confident doing that yet. And so that was really exciting to see that happen. And again, none of my kids can read and they're all crappy at math. But the good news is you get on that airplane in 15 years, you're like, I hope the person who built this airplane uh, respected the (laughs) non-binary pronoun neutral why is there only one wing and why is it straight up in the air oh this is gonna be great have fun we need to treat people with respect but come on 
that's people are frustrated. I have a 13 year old, 12 year old, and I have a, a soon to be four year old. I have a step daughter who is gay, non binary, whatever. She's 13. She doesn't know, right? Love her to death. I have an 11 year old stepdaughter. Love her to death. Uh, we treat everybody with respect, we treat everybody with kindness. But when you go to school, your job in school is to learn. That's your job in school. And if you spend more time discussing pronouns, Jack told me last year, the first two days basically were all about the things that you can't say or watch out or misstep or prone. That is not why you go there. It's unpopular for a reason. Not because everybody's homophobic, but because, you know what, I expect certain things. If you go today to buy a pizza and you have to spend 10, 15 minutes going through a bias uh, education course about the pizza and how you're or you go to buy Mexican food, and you have to spend 10 minutes learning about how you are culturally appropriating Mexican food. And blah, you're going to stop going there and then they give you a hamburger. enough that's why the wokeness is is crazy and we'll talk more about it again it's woke wednesday kids we're just getting started with wokeness we are but the if i am the teachers union and i'm looking at this and i'm going okay basically a vast majority of people find these things as not something they want in their schools, what should we do? Well, if I know the teachers' union and the fact that they kind of get their marching orders and give their marching orders from New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and D.C. and Chicago, they'll double down on it. Yeah. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Rough greens. Rough, rough greens. Everybody keeps asking, is Doodle okay? Doodle is fine. He's fantastic. He's surviving the power outage and uh, the lap of luxury, living his life large. Uh, as he does, he's got his little, he's over in his, got a little place, him and the other dogs, where they're kind of on a little mini vacation like everybody else because we have no power at the house because of our microburst the other night. But we made sure to tell them, hey, give them rough greens. And like, what's this? And I explained to him, the people that are, that are watching them, you know, uh, the place, Hey, it's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. You sprinkle on top of the food. They're like, well, you don't need to buy special food. No. It's going to bring this food to life. You're going to love it. You will absolutely love it. Right now, Dr. Dennis Black wants to make sure that you get a free bag of Rough Greens. not going to cost you a penny except for the fact that he's going to ask you to cover the cost of shipping a few bucks. You put it to the test. Find out if it is all that it's cracked up to be. For my dogs, it is. Your dogs, it will be. But you got to try it for yourself. If you want the best supplement for your dogs, don't change anything. It's Rough Greens. Go to roughgreens.com slash chad to get a free bag now. Roughgreens.com slash chad. Roughgreens.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. No. 
Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Clarence Thomas, you handsy, good-for-nothing, sexual harassing you creep. You're a creep for you, Clarence. You freaky little old dirty breath. I know your breath smells like old coffee, newspaper, creepy cook you. Because you're a creep for you, Clarence. Creep, 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 Clarence. Uh, Michael Rappaport, angry at Clarence Thomas because of the whole abortion thing. Look at gay marriage now and contraception. Anything else? Clarence Thomas, we signed a petition at petitionchange.org, and you should totally be thrown out, and that thing carries weight. It doesn't really. It doesn't. Oh, my goodness me. Emotion. Again, absolute emotion. That's all emotion. Total, it just emotion. I was watching uh, Bill Burr's new uh, new, uh, <laughs> new special. <laughs> you saw. When I hear that, all about the you know abortion, I'm like, yeah, you're right, ladies. 100%. Don't let them tell them what you do. It's your body. And then on the other hand, I'm like, you're killing a baby. <laughs> and then I'm like, but yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, but you're killing a baby. You're killing a baby. You are. How are we killing a baby? It's not a baby. Well, you go into a place and something's growing in you that's a baby. And then you come out of the place and then there's no baby. <laughs> he goes, that's killing a baby. He's a jerk. Yeah, it's an angry white man. Totally. Uh, for all the negativity in the world, can we just give a shout out to the pizza guy? Right? Because normally when they're going to give you hot pizza right the pizza guy himself shouldn't be hot and on fire but this dude right not too far away from where the guy shot uh the guy that was going to try to kill a bunch of people in the mall saving folks pizza guy driving down the street to let him know their house is on fire i saw him around back that's the last time i see you okay hey guys six-year-old girl and a 23 year old male in the house somewhere what do you got? Six-year-old female and a 22-year-old male, possibly inside. We're going out. Hey, 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 everybody. Come with me, man. Come with me. Come with me. We gotta get away from the house. Hey, we gotta get away from the house, okay? Is the baby okay? Please tell me that baby's okay. Yeah, we're good. You did good, dude. Okay. Yeah, driving down the street. House on fire. Five kids. Dude rushes in. Right. He's going in, and he does. He goes in, and he saves. And he gets the first four kids out, and somebody says, 25-year-old guy, uh, Nick Bostic, and they say, hey, there's a, there's a six-year-old in the house. So he goes into the house, and he looks around, and he goes up. And I, by the way, if you, if you see the pictures, you can go check it out. It is ferocious fire this isn't like a little bit of smoke i mean this is there is there's no saving the house it's there's nothing he goes up stairs can't find the little kids screaming and yelling he ties his shirt and stuff around his face 
comes down and he hears the kid he the crying, grabs the kid, takes the kid out, saves all of the kids. And now he's in the hospital. Yeah, they've raised money, $200,000 uh, so far. But talk about a dude. Man, that's that's a hero right there. We need we need more of those. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Question, question, question. I think most people feel like these people. It's breaking the bank. It literally is. It's, it's affected my business um, because people don't want to remodel their homes because the prices are too high. Everything is too high. With the inflation of everything in general at the moment, I feel like there's nobody who isn't struggling. I want to cry inside every time. Yeah, sound like a country song. I want to cry inside every time I go to get some gas. So the gas station uh, where I get off the freeway in the wee hours in the morning, in the wee small hours of the morning, uh, had it been coming down steadily for the last uh, three, four weeks, and it had dropped under five bucks, uh, got to four sixty nine. Pulled off the freeway today it was four eighty nine. So uh, to think that oil's going to drop to virtually nothing and uh, we're still not producing at all. We're, we're just not. We're not. Still over 100 bucks, 106 bucks. So uh, EU came out today. They're like, hey, uh, uh, you guys need to cut gas consumption by 15%. That'd be good. You guys could do that because Russia is what have they done? Gazprom could further cut gas flows via Nord Stream. You've got this is this is it. They're using their power, Russia, to and weaponizing it through oil and gas. That's what they're doing. Like everybody thought they would. So now what? Well, I mean, if you think these prices are going to go down anytime soon, uh, no. I don't think so. And I think most people feel like that right now. They're frustrated. They're angry. They're upset. They're, 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 they're asking themselves, how is it that we aren't producing? Why aren't we producing? Well, then it's, well, it's, it's, it's the green agenda. No, it's, yeah, there is that. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you're fooling yourself. You think, no, it's not true. There's 9,000. The, the president's told each other there's 9,000 leases available. If he, Most of those leases are crap. They go. They do their due diligence. So if I go get a lease from them, so I'm leasing X amount of, 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 of an area, right? So uh, I go and I, and I go and I got two or three leases where I can, in theory, drill. I don't drill. I don't set everything up. I survey. I then test. 
I do all of the things that are available at my disposal to find out if there's any oil in there. And if there's not, then while the lease may be available, because I'll say I don't want this lease, the reality is simply, it's not good. And then let's say I find oil. And I'm like, sweet mother of all that is holy and good. I found oil and natural gas. Oh, jeez. The monologue. Okay. Now what? Oh, I'll tell you what. We're going to sue you. We're going to do everything we can to put up so many roadblocks that before you get a drop of oil, natural gas, anything out of there, we're going to litigate the hell out of this. So now, ask me again, why would I want to do business like that? When I can go to a private lease on somebody's property and say, hey, we think uh, there's minerals on here that may uh, be oil, gas, whatever it is, and we think that there's a good chance that's here, and I would like to lease this land, and I will give you a royalty for whatever we pull out. It's private property. It's a win. It's a win. So when I hear the, uh, you know, it's like uh, there's, there, there is a refinery for sale, I think, in the Gulf. Nobody wants it. Why? Because nobody wants the headache. Because you've continually got a president and an administration and many others who, whose sole goal is to get us on green energy, whatever the cost is, period, case closed. Are there any other specifics you can share about how you could use a climate declaration? So I don't have any specifics or anything to move further uh, on what I just stated. But to, declaring a public health emergency is very different from de declaring a climate emergency. Each unlocks a different set uh, of authorities and a different pot of funding. Uh, and so that's one way to, to think about that. Um, what? Yeah, that is Corrine uh, Jean-Pierre. For those of you guys who don't know, she's the first black lesbian female to have the position of spokesperson there for the White House. She doesn't know what's going on. She never does. <laughs> and she reminds you that she is, again, I want everybody to understand, I am a black lesbian female, the first person to hold this position here. Uh, and then jibber-jabber. Ah, good times. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. They're bunkered up. Who are they? Well, uh, B. Ivory Lamar is bunkered up in a hotel, according to TMZ. Distraught over the incident. Why would Rosita, the giant green... Uh, are they Muppets, Phil, or is that a totally different thing? Um, every report I've read said it was Muppet. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so the Sesame Place. Apparently there's a, an amusement park where you can go and see furries. <laughs> Several of those in Los Angeles as well. Uh, different, though. These are the ones you see on TV. And, uh, well, I, I mean, it's, the whole thing is, is, is it's racism. It's a nine-second video causing uproar across America today. A beloved Sesame Place character, Rosita, appears to snub two little girls of color who reach out for a hug. 
It happened at the Sesame Place theme park near Philadelphia. The mother of one of the girls was outraged. This disgusting person blatantly told our kids no, then proceeded to hug the little white girl next to us. Although you can't see that in the video, her post set off a firestorm on social media. All right, let's start all over again. It's a nine-second video causing uproar across America. Uh, Many of you are hearing this the first time. Secondly, I think uproar's stretch. (laughs) It's a giant green thing. We're We're trying to, let me describe the colors to you. Imagine if you had something kind of teal, like a teal Frisbee or something, and you left it out in the sun for too long. That thing that is, that color would have changed, that's what Rosita looks like. And it looks like if you shrunk Bigfoot down to a normal size and then gave him that lime green fur. Or her. I don't know what Rosita is. I don't want to speak for Rosita. But the parents are now hunkering up uh, inside of a hotel because uh, the children do not know what to do. They are nonstop crying. They've overcome with emotion. Why did Rosita treat her different than other white kids? Maybe Rosita is a racist. I mean, I've always kind of thought, eh, you know, Sesame Street feels a little racist. But it is maybe. Or maybe the kid making 12 bucks in the costume can't see a GD thing. You know how I know? Because I was one of those. I wasn't Rosita. I was Charlie Brown at Knott's Bay Farm. I couldn't see anything. Except people walk me around. Oh, yeah, I got eye holes. But they suck. (laughs) Right? If I turn my head, the costume doesn't turn their head that much. Oh, and forget about looking down. But yes, this person, they, they've employed an absolute racist. Everybody's talking about America's destroyed over this. You know what you do? You go, you lawyer up. And I will be the first thing that comes to mind in this type of case is, is claims that involve race. And I will be the first to say that, um, of course, discrimination... The burden in proven discrimination is very high. With the amount of evidence that we've received, the amount of families that have reached out, causing the question whether there's a pattern of this type of conduct being experienced at the Sesame Place, um, I think it's very evident that the employee of Sesame Place um, intentionally caused this conduct. I mean, it definitely unquestionably resulted in harm to those two six-year-olds. How were they harmed? Explain that to me. What exact? What, what is the compensation that you were looking for? Tell me. Do the Sesame Street characters need to take the kids to school? Do they need to buy them a college? What exactly is going to happen? I'm curious as to what's going to take place. What irreparable damage has been done to them that they can never recover from? People have been sending in videos. Of what? Giant characters walking around, not seeing a damn thing? High-fiving one person? Hey, I've cut this out where they only high-five the white person. They walked by 7,000 other white people. Does it matter? They're hunkered down. The emotions are too much. Of course. My God. And then, of course, Sesame Street has to come out and issue one of those stupid, ah, we're not racist here at Sesame Place. Fact, we're really good people. And it was just a misunderstanding. And the person just feels absolutely distraught. Or maybe you guys hired a Klansman or a Klans lady 
and they're inside of there. And you guys need to be brought to their knees. There's now a change.org petition to out the character. Who is that person? We need to destroy their lives. Are you blanking kidding me? (laughs) By the way, if this ever got to court, I'm telling all the lawyers, you guys are dressing up in these damn outfits. Mm -hmm. You're going to go. The farce will be strong with this. (laughs) My God. Look, if anybody, let's be real. If anybody was ever going to be the one where, like, you know, Oscar is a racist. I'm like, yeah, I know that. He's a grouch. (laughs) Duh. My God. Irreparable harm has been done to these youngsters. I don't know what will happen from here. They may not survive. Yeah. Uh, I, I, sure, I knock kids over. I'm sure. And by the, here's the other thing. Kids are horrible. Teenagers are worse. Yeah, it sucked. I couldn't see anything out of those things. 300 degrees in there. It sucks. You're like, this is worth 10 bucks an hour? Well, you know what? I only get to work 30 minutes. I can sit down for 30 minutes. It was, but you didn't say hi to somebody. I'm sure I didn't. You know, I've been to Disneyland a thousand times. I've seen people roll up and try to get a picture with Mickey. And Mickey can't stand there all day. So Mickey goes away, right? Because eventually they take Mickey back. And what happens? People are distraught and angry. Those people should sue too. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. Too late. 323-538-2423. Where, who are we? <laughs> How did we get here? They're hunkered in a hotel. <laughs> For what? For what? God, you act like you act like Rosita was freaking Amber Heard. What happened? Rosita grabbed their bags and took a crap in it. <laughs> it was disgusting. Surreal. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Best thing about summer? Food. We know that. Absolutely. So right now, my buddies over at HelloFresh, incredible. You know, partnership here, limited edition, taste of summer recipes, market selections, tons of complimentary sides, desserts, all of that stuff, plus 16 free meals, over seven boxes, and three free gifts. What do you get? Well, the best, wholesome, absolutely incredible market fresh ingredients. Number one priority on top of that is how does it taste? Well, it brings the, 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 the taste buds alive. Is what it, it brings them alive, and they have. Oh, delicious. Easy to use, right? You take it out. There's a instruction card right there you're like i have this right because you get 55 weekly options to choose from more than any other meal kit and you go oh i like that and you take it out and it tells you exactly what to do it is foolproof you will love these get your 16 free meals go to hellofresh.com slash benson 16 hellofresh.com slash benson 16 16 free meals across seven boxes plus yes kids three free gifts hellofresh.com slash benson 16 chad benson show Fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Robin! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it, some people don't. 
You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the old webs of inter and net. Start over in, oh, yeah. Google, number one trending thing today so far, hot Halloween ends. Apparently, it's the final face-off between Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers. And by that, we mean if it makes $400 million, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Mega Millions, biggest trending thing yesterday. Nobody won $630 million. That for grabs. Major League Baseball's All-Star Games. I watched a bit of that last night with Jack. Saying uh, earlier, I've been telling people Jack is really into baseball now. He hated it for years, but he's into it. And it's weird because the way that things are happening now. Jack really got into hockey after he bought NHL 2K. He's into baseball because he plays MLB The Show. And he's now really into baseball. He's like, Dad, can we get some mitts and stuff? And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Your grandpa would be proud of you. Uh, Hoover Dam yesterday, Transformer Fire. Blew up the dam. Oh, no, it didn't. It blew up a little area. Nothing happened. No, nobody died. Nothing like that. It was just, it was a fire that caused a mini explosion. Uh, so nothing to see here, kids. AOC trending because her and uh, Ilhan Omar were arrested yesterday in the pro-abortions rally. So, uh, and the fake handcuffs were spectacular. Her arms behind her. I uh, hope she survived. And, oh, she didn't spend the night in jail. By the way, if you didn't, if you guys, we'll, we'll touch on it a little bit. Uh, so remember that guy, that comic that went after AOC and was kind of just a rude. And she played along with it because she likes to be the victim. But it's also because she understands social media. Apparently, she destroyed her boyfriend, basically neutered him on, on Instagram about not standing up for her. Oh, head on over to Twitter. Uh, Jussie Smollett, they're comparing the two, AOC and those two together in their crime spree. <laughs> oh, jeez. Cat-focused adventure game Stray is also trending. Do they have to get to, like, a lady's house? Is that their goal? Oh, Chad. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, Jason Chittins, a little wokeness today. It's just crazy, the whole woke thing. I, I So I do a local show as well as, as the national show, so I appreciate you listening to whichever one you listen to. And and when I talk wokeness, I mean, you know, some of it's in, in, in tongue-in-cheek because it's just so absurd. Like today I'm reading about, uh, uh, you know, they're they're looking at anthrop you know so anthropologists right they're going out and they're studying it as a human history and they're doing all these things and they're they're now in in they're pressuring these professors and researchers hey would you find something you know uh, a skeleton from x amount of years ago right you know, go back oh my god 
let's not classify them as male or female because we do not know how they identified. Right? You know, so like these are the nerds of the nerds. And they're, they're what are they gonna do? They have no choice, right? Well, why would they do that? Because people are insane. They are. They're insane. Why why would you not? That's how you find stuff out. Like that's how we do it. I was reading the other day, you know, uh, about they were looking at why certain warriors arms seem to be bigger on one side than other. And then they, there's they're breaking stuff down. They're realizing, well, it was because when the longbow was invented and which changed warfare like you couldn't believe because you had a bow that could shoot so much exponentially further than everybody else, but to pull it back. And there were people who were naturally that, that even today are some people would have even the best would have a tough time doing. They were looking at all the, but no, you can't. It's just everybody's the same now. Let's not let's not study it. Medical schools are complaining because they're asking these these people who are the teachers, who are the doctors, who are teaching the youngsters of tomorrow, who are telling them, no, you're wrong. You're wrong about gender. You're wrong about this. You're wrong about that. You're wrong when you're and, and, and they're, they're saying, eh, who am I turning loose out into the world? Somebody who's not going to look at facts. Somebody's not going to look at science. So it's nuts. It is. But it seeps in. This is Andrew Doyle. It's in the UK. And whenever I talk to my on-air partners, as I started with, is he and I talk about this all the time. He's always, why should I care about woke? Why should I care about woke? You care about woke because how many of these insane Zoom, you know, unconscious bias uh, struggle sessions that you have to go through a week now. Do you think that's going to get better or worse if we don't put our foot down? It matters because, I mean, my God, we were just talking about the fact that a Muppet Sesame Street thing, and again, I, I, I reiterate, I was an electric company person, but the, 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 the there, somehow, because it didn't give five or a hug to two little black girls that they're holed up in a hotel. They've got a lawyer. This is uh, this. There, there's a change.org petition to out the person that's in the giant costume. And it's this person is going to have to go through probably if he wants to keep a job as a puppet. Years of racial insensitivity courses. It matters because people are manipulating it. And using it, and it's big business. We've heard a lot this week from political commentators about the culture war and how it's just a distraction from the real issues. What about the cost of living crisis, they say? What about the disparity between rich and poor? The war in Ukraine? Why should we care about the culture war? Isn't it just silly nonsense about pronouns and vegan sausage rolls? Isn't it just old people failing to keep up with the young and complaining about how it's all PC gone mad. Well, that's the way it's often mischaracterized. And I can understand why. At its heart, the culture war is an attack on our values. It is a regressive movement that seeks to divide us and destabilize the foundations of our society. Yeah, it does. And it all started with the crazy, you know, the French, you know, back in the, the you know, back in the day and, 
you know, last century, you know, uh, starting in what, like the, the really the, the, the 20s all the way up to this, but it really took hold in the university and stuff in the 60s. And, and it's all about this intersectionality. And so, you know, here's the, you know, this and which group are you? Well, you're black, and, but you're a male. She's black and female. So she's got two points. You only have one point. You're a white male who's gay. So you get like a half a point. You used to get a full point, but not anymore. Right, but you're a white cisgendered male. You have negative points, but over here is a black lesbian. So ding 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 ding. ding. Oh, it matters because when people only see through the lens of race and sexuality, and everybody gets judged upon that now, which is exactly what Dr. Martin Luther King was hoping for. I've heard that speech. Over and over again. It was a it was a smaller speech that he had uh, before he was tragically gunned down. That he was going to come out and bring out to the world. It's like uh, all the things I've said in the past about the content of character, the color of your skin, and all that stuff. Throw it out. I've got a new one now. Judges only based on all of those things. I don't think he said that. Just try to imagine yourself 15 years ago in 2007. Imagine back then that someone had suggested to you that in 15 years time, a senior member of the government would be arguing in favor of laws to criminalize professional comedians for jokes and that people describing themselves as liberals would be calling for censorship or that activists would be demanding that statues of slavery abolitionists should be torn down or that major corporations would be paying a fortune for visiting speakers to berate their staff for their white privilege and telling them they should try to be less white. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think that happens? You have no idea the insanity. No idea the insanity none it is crazy what some of these places because i'm fortunate i do not so i work for myself and i decided not to bring a speaker in to yell at me because <laughs> i have enough of you people out there to do that for me who's saying you people uh so, but the craziness of of this now where you have to take a side if you're a corporation and you have to bring people in to tell everybody how bad they are or, or oh, you know, it's like you have to release a statement that, uh, you know, the furry animal to give a high five to somebody, but that's not who you guys really are. We know that. Who doesn't know this? But because racism, sexism, uh, you know, uh, you can gender, you misgender somebody, not knowing, whatever it is, where you can now turn that on and give the power. And people don't care. My God, they're telling people who are professors, who focus on STEM. There was, was it last year, the year before, there was a hashtag, you know, cancel STEM? And schools that focus on that were tweeting things out about that that's like you know like movie stars going yeah let's get rid of movie theaters it's awesome this is a great idea this is good it's make everybody feel better because it's all about feelings but it's also about power and there's big money involved that's why you pay attention this stuff seeps out there and it lands out there and it goes or that politicians would stumble and stutter when asked what is a woman and be unable to answer the question. Here we are. And it won't stop here. Think about how quickly all of this has happened. If only 15 years ago, 
nobody would have believed that any of this stuff could possibly happen. Then where does that take us in another 15 years? Because all these people who are saying that the culture war doesn't matter, that we need to focus on real issues, I wonder whether they'll be saying the same thing in 2037 when all of this nonsense has escalated a hundredfold. Yeah. Where will it be? Where will it be? It's not if, but when, you know? What happened? Like, where do we end the canceling? Do we get to the point where we, should, we should cancel everybody? And then we're like, all right, we went too far. So we're going to have to bring some people back because nobody can do anything. And as I point out, you've got a younger generation that is hitting the workforce, that is more woke, that is more activist, that is more about not the job, not the not the business. It's more about the agenda that they're having. And it's it's uh uh my aunt, Karma. So uh <laughs> Auntie Karma. She's uh she's the therapist and she was telling us <laughs> like this is the she's she's doing so you know, part of your therapy and your psychiatry, psychology stuff, you got to go through like and do internships and stuff. So this young 20 something is interning to was interviewing to intern. And halfway through the interview, she says, you know what? I don't like the tone of voice, not karma. The licensed has been doing it for, you know, almost two decades therapist no with several locations throughout southern california no 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 not the successful one the kid felt offended and and felt nervous and was going to call somebody because of the tone yeah because as she was talking to her she realized this girl if i allow her to start speaking to people her whole thing is it's all about her and it's all about like the wokeness and 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 stuff when it comes that's that's where we are this is what's happening and they're coming into the workforce and they're becoming managers and bosses and 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 how do you walk the fine line i mean remember netflix uh disney all of them have gotten themselves into somewhat of a of a sticky you know as I say, sticky wicket, right? A little sticky wicket there, right? In a, in a hot mess where they've had to come out and tell their employees, guys, no more politics. No more spending eight hours of your eight hours here writing up things that you're aggrieved by and not doing your job. And then people took offense to that. It's crazy. So if you think it's going away anytime soon, you're wrong. I think it's only going to pick up until we get to a point where everybody's finally said enough. And I think we're getting there in some areas. But when you have people who are going to sue Sesame Street for racism, not Sesame Street, but Sesame Place, which is like an amusement park for Sesame Street. Yeah, I know. Because apparently the green creature named Rosita did not high-five a little girl who was black. Which I'm sure as a child sucks. But that being said, 
you you've lawyered up within two days and it's now a, a nation of outrage and you can't cope with it that's not a good look for anybody and could, could we find out the whole story no not anymore oh my god that's where we are so it's here, people. That's why it matters. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Eden Pure. EdenPureDeals.com. Go there. Save big. Uh, you can. I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you guys right now. You're going to save big on the best air purifiers around. And I'm talking little purifiers, right? Use code chat 3 You're going to save huge. You're going to get three of these things. And they're small. Plug them in your wall. Don't hear it. Nothing's quiet. Shh. Sounds like this. And the smell, the Oxyleaf 2 thunderstorm, it kills the smells. And what else does it do? It smells a little bit like a thunderstorm. Oh, 250,000 plus already sold. No filters to buy over and over again. Silent, amazing, no floor space taken up, and it destroys odors. Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. Get the whole home coverage for your kitchen, office, bedroom, or anywhere you want to get rid of odors. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code CHAD3 to save $200. Free shipping as well. EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com, code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show. Hashtag me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. Tracks me, you guys are you. It might be the perfect relief from a blistering hot day, but on Rockaway Beach today, the water was off limits. City Parks Department workers patrolled the sand along with police, warning beachgoers those red flags meant business. 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 Why is that? Because... Shark! It was five to six feet, 25 yards out, um, and it definitely had the triangular fin. Yeah, definitely, totally. I knew what it was immediately. It was a bull lemon sea shark. <laughs> what? It's a bull lemon sea shark thing. Right, because I think, was it Shark Week starts fr- Sunday? So, because I'm staying at a hotel right now, we don't have a ton of channels, and... Uh, it's weird because they kick you out of the, the pool at 9 o'clock, which normally, you know, the kids are playing and they want to have fun. So we were watching, uh, like, shark attack thing or something last night. And one of the interesting things, they were, you know, because uh, sharks are, are fascinating, right? And you're in their world and it's totally different. Like, everybody thinks they can fight a grizzly bear. I don't fight a grizzly bear. No, you can't. It's going to kill you. I read an article yesterday about a grizzly bear where this lady... She yells at the grizzly bear, right? She's camping, and uh, the grizzly bear comes and gets her food. She yells at this grizzly bear and scares the grizzly bear off. And there was a couple other campers there, and she's like, "I'm going to be fine." You know, like you know, the park ranger like maybe she stayed at a hotel. She's like, "No, I'm going to be fine." She goes back to bed, but that's after she moved all of her food somewhere else. And she took her, she got like uh, she armed herself with all the spray. Grizzly came back an hour later and it killed her. Because people, I could fight a grizzly. No, you can't. And a shark's even worse. Because you ha- you were, a sh- you're a big flopsy. You're just a floppity flop <laughs> in that water. And uh, we're watching this thing last night. 
And they're having to explain to people the difference between unprovoked attacks and provoked attacks. And Jack's like, is on attacks, attacks? I'm like, well, Jack, people do stupid things. And then this guy from Australia, who is totally a bro, but he was like an Aussie bro, you know? He's a guy that goes out and he catches rattles, he catches snakes for a living and does stuff like that. He, his buddy hooks a nine foot, uh, like, a, I don't know, it was a you know, thrasher shark or something like that. And, and, uh, the shark gets everything all tangled up, and the guy's trying to un- – he jumps in the water to untangle the shark because they want to set it free. Uh, what do you think the shark did? Yeah, if you guessed bit him, you were correct. And they're all over the place. This is the summer of the shark, and they're telling you, especially in certain parts of the country on the East Coast, in the West Coast, and I think it's really come to light over the fact that – we are seeing nature like we've never seen nature ever before because of drones. How many times do you go on like your feed over at least once or twice a week where you'll see a drone, you know, you'll see a bunch of surfers floating in the water, and then you see two giant dark objects not too far away? Yeah. See, we just never knew about that. Now we know they're all over the place. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. I always like that. I think I could fight a grizzly bear. I'd like to see that actually. I would pay I would pay big money for that. <laughs> Huge money for that. But you only do it once. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Hello, everyone. Inflation, inflation, inflation. Economy, economy, economy. It's there. It's in front of us. We feel it every single day. Uh, People are frustrated. They're angry. They're looking around, thinking to themselves, what is going to give? How do we move from point A to point B? Because this is breaking the bank. It literally is. It's, it's affected my business um, because people don't want to remodel their homes because the prices are too high. Everything is too high. With the inflation of everything in general at the moment, I feel like there's nobody who isn't struggling. I want to cry inside every time. It's becoming all too often what people are hearing over and over and over again. Does the White House have a clue? I think they understand. Here's the thing. Do you get it and understand? Mm, you're in D.C. Maybe you don't really get it, but I'm sure you have it. I mean, if, if, if you have any intelligence, and again, I'm saying this with a wink because it's D.C., you might get it. The question isn't whether or not you get it. The question is, is do you care? Or do you have things that you want to get done and it's about pleasing your base? I love politicians to come out and go, you know, once I was elected, I'm going to be everybody's president or everybody's congressperson. We know that's a bunch of crap. Nobody ever does that. I mean, they should. That's the goal. 
right? I'm going to work hard to earn your trust. I mean, we're not always going to agree, but we can at least try to move forward in a way where, where you know, we can do some good things. Uh, we never get that. Now it's like you live out on the fringes, you scream and yell at each other, and you don't leave those fringes, and then you're wondering, you know, do I have enough to, to get elected? And when you do, you turn around and, you know, yes, you're going to have to pay off your donors, and uh, but you, you do what whatever it is that you want to do. And I look at this White House and I think to myself, you were just awful at understanding inflation. A year ago, July 19th last year, Talking about uh, the economist. No, sane economist thinks inflation's going to stay here and there's going to be a recession. Now a lot of people think we're in a recession and they've retired words like transitory. Does Biden get it or is it all about whatever it is he wants to do? This week, the American people confirmed what we have been saying for months, that the overwhelming majority of voters disapprove of President Biden's handling of key issues. Seventy-three percent of Americans disapprove of Biden's handling of inflation. Fifty-seven percent of Americans disapprove of Biden's handling of energy. And fifty-nine percent of Americans disapprove of Biden's handling of the border crisis and illegal immigration. By the way, I, I look at that. I don't disagree with the first two, but the third one with immigration, good God, (laughs) who thinks he's doing a good job? I mean, the inflation thing, you could go, why isn't it 99.9%? Like the only person who should be excited about inflation is inflation himself. That's it. Nobody else should be. Yet House Democrats want to talk about everything except the crises facing our country. Instead, this week they are doubling down on their reckless spending with a bloated appropriations package that will only make our economic crisis worse. Once again, Nancy Pelosi and House Democrats are putting their socialist wish list ahead of the challenges facing our communities. Inflation is sky high. Illegal border crossings are up and our communities are less safe. This is not a coincidence. This is what happens when one party Democrat rule fails America. I one party rule scares me. It does. It's it's just terrifying because he's in, 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 you know, California is one party rule. Like if you're a Republican there, you've any you're a libertarian. Hell, if you're a regular Democrat, you got nothing going on. You could do nothing. You said, you're done, right? I mean, when I try to explain to people, it's a, it's a socialist dream there. It is, it's, it's a place where, are you ready for this? They have a supermajority. They can do whatever they want. They could look at Gavin Newsom and say, yeah, I'm going to do whatever we want. And if you try to stop us and you, you, we, we override your veto in, in a heartbeat. That's the kind of, that's scary. Scary. It is. I don't want one-party rule. I don't think anybody does. It's not good. And they've done a piss-poor job. Let's not pretend that they've done a good job. And they're having to come to the realization that the reckoning may be coming in a bigger way this November. They're looking around going, man, if you got a D by your name, man, you, you 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 play this like you played that single mom the other day, right? You know that mom that, 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 you know, she's out there talking about how horrible life is. She's crying. She's upset. She's, she's, she's distraught over, over life because it's, it's just. I'm not making ends meet. I'm not making it. I'm setting my savings. Um, 
my, I get paid tomorrow and already my whole paycheck is spoken for. And it's the first time in my life I've had to apply for food stamps because I don't know how we're going to continue eating groceries. Yeah. That's an ad. This is an ad. It's breaking the bank. It literally is. It's, it's affected my business um, because people don't want to remodel their homes because the prices are too high. Everything is too high. With the inflation of everything in general at the moment, I feel like there's nobody who isn't struggling. I want to cry inside every time. Those are ads. And you're the party in power. And you're the party in power to the point where you, you know, I mean, yes, the Senate can slow you down because you don't have that much of a power. It's a reach and their filibuster is still there. But you're, you're the party in power. You've printed money. You wanted to print more. And yes, the world is suffering from inflation, but not like us. Not like us. We supersized it, and they're feeling it, and they're going to continue to feel it. I feel it every day. I do. I was at, uh, you know, because you're looking now, it's like for the first couple months, I think people thought, well, maybe it isn't, you know, it's going to be this uh, transitory thing. It's not really going to be here for a long time. Then slowly but surely, people started to realize that and they're cutting back man i mean people date night you know is talking about date night being dead and they're getting rid of certain subscriptions and and they're making you know uh choices eating out less yeah i still see some busy restaurants but you know the other night we we're because we're stuck in a hotel right now i say that it's not it's weird because we where i live we got a microburst on uh sunday night and just wiped out our power uh, they're still not done. They were supposed to have it up last night. We knew they weren't going to do it. So far today, not up. Uh, I didn't expect it to be. And when it's 110, and if you have a chance to stay somewhere else, you're going to. The, but we're staying at the hotel. We went out. We had this uh, nice meal. You know, went to one of the 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 best restaurant they have there, and uh, we thought, well, treat the kids. You know, they'll have fun. And and I'm like, the meal was okay, but it wasn't worth that. You're getting a lot of that now. It's not just the shrink. It, it's people are making decisions based on that's worth ten bucks and ain't worth fifteen. Like that's good at ten. It's marginally average at fifteen. Little things like that. People notice. People are frustrated. They're angry. When you come out, you want to talk about climate change all day, and you want to say things like, "Yeah, oh, you think people should drive uh, green cars." Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price of gas, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. Those who can access. Why do you just say those who can afford electric vehicles? And people drive electric. Most people drive electric vehicles who have Teslas. They drive them because they're cool. They're not green. They don't. I've yet to. I've got several friends who've got this. They don't walk around all day going, man, I'm totally green. No, like this thing's cool, right? They totally cool. It's a spaceship. That's that's what happened. And it cost them a ton of money. It did. What about a Prius? What about a Prius? What about all the stuff inside of the car that they're going to have to take apart one day when they have to go? Like, what do we do with all these batteries? I don't know. What do we do with them? Oh, it's a good question. If you're a Democrat, you're looking up. You're trying everything to figure out how you salvage this midterm. 
and they've got wacky strategies. The consequences of, of this of this misfiring are, are vast. And it's why even some Democrats are saying, wait a second, this is not a time to be playing politics with, uh, as usual. You have to be careful about this already uh, with the data that, that ABC has compiled along with 538. We're talking about more than 120 Republican candidates on the ballot this fall for major offices like secretary of state or governor or for Congress who deny the legitimacy of the last election. And that's just different than we've seen in the past. And it and it underscores how risky this strategy really is. And what's the strategy? Vote for the worst. We talked uh, touched on it yesterday. And what they're starting to see is some of these candidates, because their whole thing is, if we get to a general, our candidate is sane enough to get the independence. Because the independence is what you're going for. You're not going for your side anymore. Because you know you kind of got that locked up. You'd like to think that. But what's happening now is, so Democrats are pushing right the the mastriano guy up in in, in pennsylvania well guess what he's in the lead now in the general he's in the lead oh so what happens there out of curiosity and some democrats are going you know what guys this this may not work the way you think and then what are we going to have we're going to have people that are more concerned about you know, January 6th investigation into the investigation of January 6th and more people concerned about, uh, you know, the 2020 election. And and you're 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 going where with this? Politics. Weird. Indeed. Three, two, three, five, three, eight, twenty four, twenty three at Chad Benson show. Twitter tweet text the program uh, coming up. we got more woke stuff. We'll touch again on the insanity of what took place at the Sesame Place, place. I think it is Sesame Street. Place is like a, a amusement park for Sesame Street in Philadelphia, and the absolute racism that a giant green creature and the uproar it's caused America. <laughs> you shouldn't be laughing, Chad. Rough Greens, R U F F Greens dot com slash Chad. You go there. Uh, Doctor Dennis Black's amazing. He's got a naturopathic doctor put this together. The guy's done all these things in in life. Uh, you know, Vietnam era helicopter pilot, decorated. He's a Green Beret. I mean, he's all of these amazing things. He's a cancer survivor. But this is the thing that, like, it's culminating is, is, is his achievement is, is helping animals because he loves animals. And what he's done for my dog, just for the simple, amazing supplement that we give our dogs, has changed everything. Really has. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 369, all this incredible stuff. And I sprinkle it on top of their food. I don't do anything different, I didn't change their food. And they love the taste, but we love what it's done for him. Especially our older dog, Doodle. His joints and pain is virtually just gone. He's got more energy than he's had. He has no skin problems. He's happier and healthier than he's been uh, ever. And we love that. Right now, he wants you to try a bag for free. Not Doodle, but Dr. Black. <laughs> for free. All you have to do is go to ruffgreens.com slash chad. Roughgreens.com slash chad. You cover the cost of shipping. They're going to send you a bag for free. Roughgreens.com. Slash Chad, Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. Biden came out as a really sleepy, sweet grandpa. And he was like, he's always repeating this story. Yeah. 
Yeah, I went to Scranton, Scran I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. My dad, my dad lost his job. No joke, I'm not kidding around here. No, no human being in the world thinks that's a joke. Nobody. Is anybody who lost his job? You know the drill. Come on. No, we don't. Dana Carvey poking fun at uh, Biden. Come on. Come on. It's not, I'm, not, I'm not joking. Come on. It's so true. Uh, Joe. I want Joe to succeed. Uh, I don't think it's happening. I'm going to say it's not happening. The I don't even. If you were to tell me today. I would ask you, what's Joe, what's Joe's agenda? Not what the Democrats want or what you want. If you were to outline what Joe's agenda was, I think it was getting us past COVID. We're not, the COVID's not going anywhere. There was no getting past something that is always going to be here. So, so what was your agenda? To get a cleaner future by running us into the ground? Well, that's not a good agenda. It's that you half-ass, by the way. You can't have your foot in both places. Uh, so you're not doing that. Uh, was it to shore up the border or to just completely destroy immigration? Was that it? Was it to drive inflation to the roof? Uh, I, I'm just, you know, I mean, I think those are fair questions. And I, I don't think we ask enough questions of our politicians anymore about like, okay, so like eh, you got the keys to the car, right? You got the keys to the castle, whatever it is. You got, you get to, what, what is your real agenda? And then what's the realistic thing that you think you can get done? That's the other thing. We, we put too much pressure on, on politicians. They're not wizards. They're not genies. You know, uh, and and if they were, I think if they were more honest and they came out and said, "Look, guys, I'm going to go there and bust my butt and do everything I can to uh, to do what I can to you know get government out of your way, uh, make sure that you've got the things that you need uh, if something goes wrong." And you know, but if you think that I'm going to go in there and wave a magic wand and somehow I'm going to fix something, eh, you're fooling yourself. I always go back, the most honest thing I, I ever heard from a politician was uh, John McCain when he was running for president. And McCain was at, I think he was in Ohio, and he was at like a, an old mill or factory, and you know the people are there, when are you bringing jobs back? And he looks and he says, they're not coming back. Oh, and everybody's, oh, no, they're not coming back. Why would they come back? There's no reason for them to come back. These companies have moved someplace for a reason. Those jobs are never coming back. And, of course, you got slaughtered for it by a lot of people. You're not supposed to say those kind of things. But I'm like, the reality is he just told the truth. And is it us? We don't want the truth? So we're just like, tell me something I want to hear? Even though deep down I know kind of what the truth is. And I'm sure there are some people out there who thought, oh, I really thought you were bringing jobs back. I don't know. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Speaking of the truth, let's get a little woke. We'll do it straight ahead. Chad Benson Show.
Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. We live in a world of the absurd. Talked a bit about it throughout uh, the day, as you guys know. Uh, I'm a big fan of insane, absurd stuff, and uh, we've got plenty of it on uh, on tap. But uh, before we do any of that, we've got to remind everybody, today's Wednesday. And before we can get to the absurd, we must remind everybody... We gotta get woke. This support group is for people who are so woke that they are finding it impossible to have any fun at all. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? Okay, so first off, we have the normal meow that we just use mostly to get each other's attention. I'm It's time for Woke Wednesday. <laughs> so are a lot of other people, and I always knew Sesame Street was racist. I think we all really, oh, they're not. They're not racist. Uh, well, uh, this is picking up steam. And if you've not heard the story, uh, I guess it's uh, Rosita, which is a character uh, who's giant and green. And Sesame Street Philadelphia has issued an apology following a backlash from a video showing an employee in a Sesame Street character costume seemingly ignoring two small black girls during a parade. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Now, this, I mean, you've got celebrities that are weighing in on this, right? Uh, it, it, the absurdness. But as we talk about the crazy stuff throughout the day, as we talk about the lunacy throughout the day, understand that you only have to scream racism. So you got to racism! And, that, and there it is, racism! Have you ever been in one of those costumes? I have, by the way. So uh, when I was younger, when I was getting ready to go to Europe, uh, my mom is a big proponent on you go to, this is, this, this is my mother. You go to church, you go to school, you play a sport, and when you're old enough, you get a job, right? So uh, I was homeschooled for the last couple of years of like high school before I went over to Europe. I uh, uh, obviously go to church, still do, and I got a job. Job was at Knott's Berry Farm, and I got to play a character for a while, uh, Charlie Brown, some days, Snoopy. Those kind of things, you know, uh, and uh, uh, those things suck, by the way. It's 300 degrees in those things. Uh, they are horrible to look out of. Horrible. Hor- like, take the worst mask that you could get it, you know, at a, at a Halloween store. Now multiply that by, uh, you know, because these aren't just masks. They, like, they're big heads at times, and you're, you're like inches away from seeing out of some sort of mesh thing. So was it racism? Is Sesame Street racist? Is, is that it? First of all, 
It's a nine-second video causing uproar across America today. A beloved Sesame Place character, Rosita, appears to snub two little girls of color who reach out for a hug. It happened at the Sesame Place theme park near Philadelphia. The mother of one of the girls was outraged. This disgusting person blatantly told our kids no, then proceeded to hug the little white girl next to us. Although you can't see that in the video, her post set off a firestorm on social media. Yeah, I, I don't see that in the video. And by the way, it looks like the, the character Rosita turns and goes in a different direction. So saying next to us, I have no idea. I have zero idea of 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 what took place. By the way, let me tell you something about being a character too. Uh it sucks. It's hot. Those costumes stink and kids can be awful. Now, if Sesame if Rosita is racist, which is a possibility. Rosita could be racist. I mean, there's got to be a racist. Isn't that what Sesame Street's been missing? Right? We don't have a homophobic, a misogynistic, uh, a race. If we're going to have a world of, of inclusion, we should have all of them. Maybe Rosita is the one. We're like, this is the character right here. I don't think that's true, Chad. I don't think. But it has gotten to the point now where Joy Reed's chiming in. Oh, yes. Joy. Joy, Joy. Chiming in. Destiny's child singer Kelly Rowland so, chimed in. Had that been me, that whole parade would have been in flames. <laughs> like, are you serious? MSNBC's Joy Reid says she received videos of similar incidents, including this one that appears to show Rosita breezing by a black child. This whole ignoring black children thing is a pattern with the Rosita character, she writes. The mom who posted this video spoke to CNN. It was heartbreaking. And in the video, you can also see how sad the children are. Yeah, you can. It is. It is, it is heartbreaking. Totally. Totally. Uh, I don't know if the character's racist. Maybe again, maybe it is. Maybe. But what if there's a thousand videos out there which people could post uh, and go, hey, look at this. They, they shook hands and hugged 500 kids. There was 800 kids there. Couldn't get to all the kids. It's a parade, right? You don't stop everywhere in the parade. Otherwise, the parade would still be going on. Now, I don't know. Again, I don't know the character. Uh, I don't know the content of the character's heart. <laughs> but do I think it is racism did you hire a Nazi, a racist, a Klan's member to be the character of Rosita? Did, what if the character of Rosita, which is not a real character, by the way, it's not a human being, right? It is a, as a Muppet puppet thingy, right? It's a, it's a costume. So settle down, furries. What if, and I'm just throwing this out there, what if <laughs> the person inside there was black, trans, you know, LGBT, Hispanic. I don't know. I mean, are we, are we, have, we, have we heard from that person yet? I was so upset in that moment that I'm like, I now have to explain to two six-year-olds why a Sesame Street character completely bypassed them as they watch this character, then high-five someone else and then immediately hug someone else after. So as you can see the look on my daughter's face and they were, they were sad about it. Again, I'm not saying the character is not racist because, you know, Sesame Street has been putting... You know, uh, they've been, you know, pushing a, an agenda this whole time. Maybe it was to suck people in so they could switch right to racism. You know what I would do if I was them? I'd get a lawyer. And I will be the first thing that comes to mind in this type of case is is claims that involve race. And I will be the first to say that 
Um, of course, discrimination, the burden in proving discrimination is very high. With the amount of evidence that we've received, the amount of families that have reached out, causing the question whether there's a pattern of this type of conduct being experienced at the Sesame Place, um, I think it's very evident that the employee of Sesame Place um, intentionally caused this conduct. I mean, it definitely unquestionably resulted in harm to those two six-year-olds. Yeah. Harm. Harm. If, if your world is the giant green character didn't give me a high five or hug me. That is nor look, by the way, kudos to those little girls for even wanting to. Because how many kids are like, I don't want to get anywhere near that thing? Why? Because look at it. It's like a, it's like an ugly green rug came alive. Oh yeah, it does. It's creepy. It is. It is creepy. But we do need to hear from the character itself. We do. We do need. To. I mean, they got a lot of problems over there at Sesame Place. <laughs> In fact, we're having this conversation is kind of bizarre. We've got, of course, people have reached out to you. You know, you should probably hire a lawyer because we went. If I'm Mickey Mouse right now and I'm hearing this, I'm like, I don't think we should. I don't think we should ever go outside. Thank you, Mickey. Nope. No more. Why? Well, you know, the thing in the I don't want to get sued. Nobody does. Nobody does. Are you racist, Mickey? No. Are you sure? Yes. Are you positive? Absolutely. This green character, Muppets suck. We know it. I know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. Officials here at Sesame Place are claiming it was all an innocent misunderstanding and that the performer inside the Rosita costume is devastated by the controversy. Officials say the gesture that Rosita is making is actually her turning down another mom who wanted her to pick up her infant, which is not permitted. Sesame Place also claims the costumes sometimes make it hard to see at lower levels. It's really hard to see anything. Yeah, and I, and I will tell you this. Like I said, all joking aside, but how can you not uh, joke about this? When I wore the suit, uh, and it was interesting because you work like 30 minutes on and 30 minutes off. Right. Because you go out there and because it takes a while to get into the suit. The thing's super hot. You wave, you do the things. But when you move your your head, uh, like my head can move all around in there. But the eyes are only right in front of me. So I could turn my head to my right, just above my shoulder, my eye level. And I'm looking out that direction. I can't see anything. The head doesn't move with me. Really? And the eyes never there's never perfect. Right. It's like a drive through. You ever been through a drive-thru? I remember one time we did this charity thing and, and we were raising money and they sent all the jocks out and it was when I was doing music radio and, and, and stuff like that and I was younger and you have to go to these drive-thrus. I forgot. It was like, you know, my, I was Arby's or somewhere like that and you're McDonald's and so you wear the thing and you're raising money and people put money in this hat. I could barely hear what people were saying. <laughs> so it, it's, it, it's one of those things where it's like you're over overreacting. But if there's a chance to sue and a chance to make a point, you will. Now, Rosita, I'm sure, is going to have to have a special episode where uh, the character comes out and Vietnamese denies being a racist. And then we're going to have to go check its, its damn Facebook post to find out, you know. This is... Oh, yeah. Well, back then, you liked this post, Rosita. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. You've been awoken, kids. Hope you feel better now. Insane. Insane. Best way to describe that, insane. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. We're going to come on back and wrap it on up. Shepard's a Jew.
Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. When Netflix lost 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter of this year, it sent a seismic shock through the streaming world. Netflix's stock tumbled, and analysts declared that the streaming boom, which was seriously enhanced by the pandemic, was over. Now Netflix's second quarter numbers are out, and the losses are even bigger. 970,000 subscribers gone worldwide, 1.3 million leaving in the U.S. and Canada. But Netflix picked up over a million in the Asia-Pacific region. It projects a net gain of a million next quarter, and revenue is up. So Wall Street seems happy. Yeah, and they expected 2 million losses. What did you expect? You get, the ride doesn't last forever. Like, we know that. Uh, people are also cutting back in certain ways. There's a reason for that. I think we can all understand the fact that, the, that you know, we're the inflationary pressure that's going on. Well, you know, uh, if you've got four or five now, if you've got Disney and you've got Netflix, and you've got Hulu and you've got whatever you have, you may say, you know what, I, I'm Netflix. I'm going I'm to give a hard pass on Netflix. I'm going to cut back on one of these things. I get it. I get it. I get it. I do. I do. You can't, you know, you're not the only game in town. When it was just Hulu and you... But now it's not. And you've got a lot of these other free streaming things, right? Like you've got, was it uh, Freevee is the new one? You've got uh, Apple TV, obviously. You've got Tubi. You've got all of these things now that you can just get for free. And they're come, you know, on the TVs now. Like we got a, you know, a new TV a few months ago and looked at all of these things there. You don't need, if you've got an internet connection, you don't need to have 25 streaming things. You don't. So that's not a shock. It really isn't a shock. Uh, but uh, what is a shock is uh, what's going on because of Netflix somewhat. Yeah. Entertainment data tracker says cassette sales are nearly doubling to 343,000 from 2020 uh, to last year. So they're on track to see sales growing again this year artists including billy eilish and ozzy osbourne recently sold music on cassettes analysts say nostalgia is fueling sales particularly since the release of the newest season of stranger things yeah plus i'm sure there's a lot of uh, people out there who are really like hey you know what i would love to do i would love to give you a mixtape and then you make a mixtape for those kids who don't know what a mixtape is, so back in the day when you liked somebody, right, in the, in the late 70s through the 80s and even parts of the early 90s before the CD ruined everything, uh, you could make a mixtape. So you, you'd be like, man, I really liked so-and-so. And you would go, and these are her eight favorite songs, and you would just, this reminds me of you. And you'd put the tape together, you're like, this is from my heart, and you'd give it to them. And, oh, it was great. That was love back then, kids. That was love. That was love. Love, I say. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, It is uh, crazy. It is nutty. It is just the, the, was it a bomb yesterday? The whole Hoover Dam thing. If you guys didn't see it, there was an explosion at the Hoover Dam. And the first thing that comes to mind, oh my God, it's terrorism, right? It's terrorism. Quick, get somebody's, get their Facebook. Find out who they are. Quick, terrorism. Uh, Settle down. Something has just blown up. Folks, get your video on that. There's just been an incident here. My goodness, something's just blown up. We're going to be uh, leaving now, so we're going to get trapped in here. Something has just blown up. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was not. It was a transformer. 
fire that led to an explosion. No injuries reported, but you know the fear of oh God was it was it was there you know and I know and, and Anthony uh, he texts me he goes did you see what happened at the Hoover Dam he goes uh, no details of it yet I'm like I uh, it's not really trending in a way that I think people are are freaking out about but you never know right it could have been something but I was thinking to myself so they talk about the Hoover Dam. Like, so we go through all the, you know, the crazy stuff, the environmental stuff now. You know, you want to build an overpass. It takes 12 years because you have to have 700 environmental impact. I think it was from the day it was signed to the day it, it, it was open. It was like a six-year project. The Hoover Dam. You couldn't get to the point where you even put the shovel in the ground if they had to rebuild that thing. You couldn't. It's just not today. No way. Are you kidding me? The environmentalists would never allow that to happen. Oh, my Lord. Could you imagine that? Talk about insanity. Oh, 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Watched uh, some home run. So it's very interesting. Uh, I watched a bit of the ball game last night with Jack, uh, the All-Star game, uh, which was won by the American League. I think it's like eight games in in a row. Uh, G- uh, Giancarlo Stanton was uh, the winner, the MVP. The American League won three games to two. Can't really explain how, how special this is. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's hard to put into word, words that this is reality right now. So it's, uh, it's really cool. I mean, I'm soaking it all in. Yeah, so he won the uh, MVP. But Jack now is really interested in baseball. He wants to play baseball. I'm like, all right, you know what? Uh, I can do that. I, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I joke about baseball, but, you know, he kind of wants to do now. It's just the whole thing was very, very interesting. And we were chatting about this. Why does he like baseball? Because he plays MLB The Show. And that got him interested. So it's the reverse of what we did as kids, where we would play a sport. And they're like, hey, they came out with a game that's like this. Nowadays, the kids are like, hey, I'm playing this game and it looks interesting. Uh, do you think this is a game that people play outside of the house? <laughs> I do believe this could be a game they play outside the house. Make my father, God rest his soul, uh, very happy to know that Jack's interested in baseball. So we're going to go to the batting cages. He wants to play catch. We're going to play some catch. Uh, You know, as old as the sands of time, father and son playing catch. The difference is, uh, after I'm finished throwing, just like a Major League Baseball player, I'm going to have to ice my shoulder. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows here Twitter. Got you through the day. You have a good one. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.